Welcome to Pioneer Mindset, a place where we challenge our mindset and address the discomfort in both business and life by finding clarity resulting in bold conviction. I'm your host, Garrett Ruskamp, fifth generation farmer, husband, and father from rural Nebraska. Whether you're navigating frustration from past decisions or worry about the uncertainty you face today in your business, we're going to learn from our struggles and take on new challenges with a resilient mindset. Join me as I share my journey of struggles I faced in agriculture as a farmer and family man. I'm ready to dive into honest conversations to tackle the mindsets surrounding key issues that rural ag business owners face that will ultimately help you gain control leading to a profitable and sustainable business. Let's adapt to pioneer mindset and get to it. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, For today's episode, we're going to continue to dive into some of the issues that I think the ag industry is facing and some of the big challenges that we face, especially as farmers and ranchers. Now, the issue that are more or less the topic for the podcast today, the issue that I'm going to be talking about is business owners are in the endless cycle of barely surviving year after year, thinking they will magically be saved. Before we dive into this one, I want to kind of give a little bit of a recap from the the last episode and that last issue. That issue that we talked about there was the chaos and disorganization that ag business owners deal with on a day-to-day basis contributes to the stories within their own minds. I guess the reason I went uh, with uh, the issue today is it kind of piggybacks off that first one. When you're dealing with chaos and disorganization within your life, within your business, it kind of leads to this constant cycle. And it's kind of a cycle that can be really negative and really hard to get off. The one thing that it's been thrown around in conversations that I've been a part of is this talk of like a negative karmic loop. Essentially, this is a loop that just the stories in your mind are negative and they just kind of keep playing and keep playing and there's really no way to stop it. That's why I think this is important to kind of address this endless cycle of barely surviving right after we discuss that first issue of chaos and disorganization. I think especially dealing with chaos and disorganization, you just feel like you're never getting ahead. And when you're constantly dealing with those issues, you might feel like you're not moving forward. And if you're not moving forward, you might think, well, you're just staying stagnant. Oftentimes, if you're staying stagnant and you're not moving forward, you're really moving backwards. You're not really growing. You're actually probably taking a step back. And a lot of times this deals with the stories within our own mind kind of the endless cycle of barely surviving. Those are the deep stories that can really play in your mind, that can take you to a deep, dark place. And ultimately, that's where I'm going to talk about today, is uh, kind of getting into a story of the things that I've dealt with in the past. This is kind of a story pertaining to me and my dad. And I work alongside of my dad pretty much every day, and we've got a really close relationship. It's kind of more like a working relationship, though which I don't think is a bad thing. That's just kind of all we've ever known. Working alongside of him through some of those difficult times when we were really had a lot on our plate, workload-wise, dealing with the financial struggles, me personally dealing with struggles within my own mind and different things like that, growing family, all those things. I can remember some specific instances. We were working all day, working hard, working our asses off, really, because we had a lot on our plate. This was right after my uncle would have left, so we were still had a extremely large, in my mind, a large cow-calf operation, so we were constantly working with the cows. So I remember one day we were finishing something up, putting the cows back in the pen or whatever after working something, working calves. I can't remember exactly what it was. 
but it's kind of one of those fence post conversations or hang your shoulders on a gate and just kind of talk about different things kind of towards the end of the day and you're tired and but you're just discussing after you know working all day you probably had stories that were going through your mind as you're working you're trying to listen to those stories or maybe sometimes trying not to listen to the stories but more or less they are there and you can sometimes get that feeling of hopelessness feeling of man what are we doing wrong sometimes you want to go deep you know, why are we doing this when you're dealing with s- such strong issues I remember just talking with him and being like, you know, there's there's got to be a better way to do this or there's got to be something out there that can really help us out. Really just try to get through to a better situation. Ultimately, the stories, they kind of come down to you just try to keep on keeping on, just trying to survive till the next year, the endless cycle of barely surviving. So you tell yourself, well, we can just, just try to survive till next year or the next run-up in prices, or the next bumper crop, or the next silver bullet. Something has to change. It'll get better. And a lot of times, you know, my dad was, he was pretty good about staying optimistic, or maybe saying, we're not alone. We're not the only ones going through this. Somebody else is going through the same thing. Dad would constantly say this. There has to be others out there going through this, just like we are. Well, for me, I'll be honest, those statements that he would say, they did not make me feel better. Sometimes they actually upset me more because for me, it didn't matter. That didn't take away the pain that we were currently dealing with and the stories in my head. I didn't necessarily find comfort in knowing that other people going through it. I just wanted the pain to be taken away. At the end of the day, honestly, some of the feelings that I dealt with was I felt embarrassed for our situation that we were in. Dealing with trying to figure out our financial situation with the bank dealing with a a negative cash flow, all the workload that we were dealing with. I felt embarrassed that I uh, couldn't handle the situation. I felt weak and shameful for everything that we were going through. I felt like being in, you know, like I said, my 20s, being in the current, I feel like prime time for working on your business. And I felt like we were going backwards and it just made me feel terrible, to be honest. So what did I do about it? I really just Tried to pray for better times, pray for things to magically get better. Well, let's be honest, that doesn't always work. Don't get me wrong, it's it's good to pray for those things, but let's be honest, it doesn't always work that way. Now let's uh, take a step back and let's pick this up a little bit. Take it, take it on the brighter side. I feel like sometimes you can't always go too negative on things. Some of the lessons that I learned uh, through going through those different challenges, there's always good and bad through all of those. So the lessons that I learned, first off, Starting with the karmic loop, you need to stop that karmic loop or the stories in your head. And to do that, for me, I think it's best to face the facts. Ask yourself, what are the facts about our situation, good or bad? Okay, I owe X amount of dollars to the bank. We have X amount of cows. We need to do this amount of work. Just tell yourself, what are the facts? And really try to face those stories head on. And I know it's definitely more than trying to be positive, but you really need to face those stories and try to change those stories for the better. Now, the next lesson would be acknowledge what you've been through. For me, when I started working on this podcast and trying to prepare for it, I actually took the time to write down my timeline or kind of my story. And I went all the way back to high school and some of the things that I you know, was raised up or how I was raised up. And I really kind of went into detail and listed out everything that I've been through since I came back to the farm 
And since, you know, getting married, start having kids, since we expanded, since my uncle left, since we dealt with our issues with the bank, but then all the way up to since things started progressing and getting better. We're in a better situation financially and a better situation ultimately in my head. So I think it's really good to acknowledge the good and the bad. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it, but we've all been through a lot. And that was a really good kind of eye-opening experience for me is to kind of use the knowledge or use my past experiences to give myself a little bit of hope and also a little bit of grace. Like, hey man, you've been through a lot. You're doing pretty good. You're doing your best. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's I think that's important to realize that you're doing your best. The next one, next lesson that I want to get onto here is be strong and take ownership. Strong is, I think sometimes the strongest men, women, and business owners are the ones that are maybe more or less willing to admit that they need help or seek advice to try to get better. I think sometimes the word help can kind of uh, give us literally a bad taste in our mouth because when we think that we're trying to seek help, we think that we're weak or we think that we're, something's wrong with us or wrong with our situation. Well, I don't think that's necessarily the case at all. I think you are stronger if you can admit that, hey, I'm trying to get better and sometimes I need help with that. Admitting that uh, you can are willing to seek advice and ultimately that comes down to taking ownership of your current situation. So I think those two kind of go hand in hand. Be strong enough to admit that I'm trying to get better and I could use somebody's help with that. And that requires a lot of ownership of your current situation to look back at what I've been through. And ultimately, I'm just trying to take ownership to seek a better future. And this requires just being proactive. And when I talk about being proactive, for me, it kind of comes down to having a pioneer mindset, trying to be forward thinking, trying to plan for a better future. And I think ultimately you need to take ownership in order to do that. The next one here, the next lesson for us, kind of how I got to where I am today is I found a really good network, but that really kind of set us up for a better future, a group of like-minded people, like-minded business owners, individuals within the industry that are ultimately in one way or another struggling with something similar to what we're dealing with. It's pretty easy to look at people and think, wow, they must have it all put together. They're not dealing with any issues. Well, I can guarantee you every person out there Every business that you think has it all together, in one shape or another, they're dealing with issues. They may not necessarily be the same issues that you're dealing with, but we're all dealing with something and we're all trying to work through stories within our minds. I go back to the statement I said earlier with, I didn't find comfort in knowing that other people were dealing with our same situation, but that was kind of from the outside looking in. Once I was able to open myself up, be vulnerable, take ownership of our situation, and join a network of like-minded individuals. That really changed my perspective in that I think there's a lot of value to gain there, to bounce your ideas off with other people, learn what to do, and what most importantly, learn what not to do. There's a lot of experience and knowledge through most of those people that have been through similar situations as you. I want to talk about the investment that we made. And I want to say when it comes to the issue that we're talking about here is, you know, thinking that something will magically save us. While I think going through that training program, being amongst other individuals, do I think it saved us? No. What I think helped save us and get us to where we are today is the fact that I had to do the work. We, within our business, you know, me, my dad, my wife, 
but most importantly, me, myself, starts with you. Ownership starts with you. We had to make the decision that we're going to take ownership of where we're at and put in the work because, you know, we made that investment and they provided us with a lot of tools. But unless we implied them, unless we took advantage of them and actually put in the work, we would not be where we're at today. It also kind of goes back to giving yourself some grace, acknowledging that you've been through a few things. As we kind of wrap this up, we may not have the same issues, you and I or whoever's listening to this. Maybe you don't necessarily relate to some of the financial struggles, but I can guarantee that there's some sort of struggle that you're dealing with, a similar type of issues of barely surviving year after year, thinking that there's going to be a silver bullet out there or something that's going to magically save us. We all kind of deal with that in one shape or another. If you're going to remember anything from this episode, I want you to remember these few things here. I want you to face the stories, embrace your past, take ownership, and find a network or ultimately take action. That's all I got for today. Thank you, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for tagging along with me today as we sharpened our mindsets. If you've gained insight from today's episode, be sure to take a screenshot to share or send this episode to somebody who might also find value in it. For more, follow me on Instagram at Garrett Ruskamp or on Facebook and join me next time for more conviction through clarity.